Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever it is in your day, whatever y'all are up to. Sure do appreciate y'all taking some time to join me, folks, as always. And for those of y'all that continue to help spread the podcast and help it to grow week after week, I'm very grateful and uh, not a little bit humbled. So... Thank y'all so much. I hope that it's given y'all some knowledge and maybe a little bit of wisdom. And it's certainly helping me. I'm glad to have y'all here to talk with. So we're gonna take one of our little walks. Had a little cooler weather start to blow through and the dogs have certainly enjoyed it. They're running around like crazy. So if you hear hear one of them kind of thundering up and then me scream and fall down that means they've run over me and I'm just laying here <laughs> at any rate we're gonna roll through I had one side note folks this has nothing to do with the podcast but at some point and most of y'all are well aware of this in your lives you're gonna run into hardship often uh, maybe not often but sometimes it can be pretty difficult but sometimes, folks, it's just the day-to-day frustration. Frustrations. I'm struggling to talk here tonight for some reason. At any rate, it's the day-to-day frustration. Uh, you have a schedule, and you've got everything all planned out and lined out and know how the day is going to go and what you expect to do, and then something derails your day. And at that point, we have two decisions, basically. We can either choose... To let that ruin the rest of our day or we can choose to suck it up and do the best that we can with what's left of the day and it's our choice how to deal with it folks whether we're being treated fairly or unfairly whether the disaster was of our own making or someone else's we get to decide how we respond to it uh, and it makes it quite a bit easier If we have a little bit of purpose to our lives, if we have God to turn back to as a focal point, and if we're actually willing to do that. And also, one thing I have noticed, my wife and I both have noticed over recently, and really off and on throughout our entire married lives, is building space into your day so that you're not scrambling from one thing to the next constantly. We need a little bit of breathing room. And what that does is that gives us a little bit of time to think about what's going on, gives us a little bit of time to spend with God that's kind of free time and gives us a little bit of time for those mistakes or train derailments, planned derailments, so that when that happens, we can recover a little bit easier than if we are absolutely going from one event to the next with no time to spare and you see it a lot today folks in family life we plan everything we fill our days up so completely full that we have no time to respond when changes occur and then what ends up happening is our family ends up running on fumes and we become short with each other short with others and it really everything suffers our marriages suffer our relationships with our kids suffer our kids suffer themselves 
our relationships with other people in the community and the quality of output you know what we're doing whether it's kids taking tests or participating in athletic events or us as adults at work uh, everything suffers so at any rate that's my little two cents as a side note all right so we're going to go back to a topic today that we go to just constantly and that is education and i'm going to try and move rather quickly through this because we got a ton to cover i may go a little bit over today and i apologize for that if you have followed this podcast at all you know we talk about education a lot because i firmly believe that if we're going to take this country back it's got to be in culture and education and then if you followed this podcast within the last few weeks you know we've talked about loudon county virginia seems like the whole nation is talking about loudon county virginia and that's good we need to be but we also need to realize that they're just one example of what's going on in many places across the country they're just the ones that are being focused on right now and so there's three stories coming out of Loudoun County right now nationally the first one is the transgender boy that raped a girl and then the school board hushed up and shuffled him basically because he is a he he's not a girl no matter what we think or what they want to pretend or he wants to pretend or whatever so he was he was playing being a girl wearing a skirt got into the girls bathroom or got in with girls and then raped a girl and then they moved him to another district And then he sexually assaulted or raped or abused whatever, another girl or maybe more. That's the first story. And that one's been out for a little while. And then the second story is Loudoun County, within the last few days, it's come out that they have been forcing parents to sign a non-disclosure agreement if they want to look at curriculum for a company or organization that presses CRT. If you're not familiar with CRT, it's critical race theory. Uh, the left loves to push it. It's, ba- it. it's not basically, it is bigotry. It's promoting one race above others or different races above other races. So it's, it's straight up racism bigotry. And so what that non-disclosure agreement means basically is, yeah, you can come look at this curriculum that we're teaching your children in a public school district, but you can't talk to anybody about it. So the school board is indirectly acknowledging, we know that what we're teaching your children is wrong and we don't like that you're interested in it, but you can come look at it because we have to let you, but we're gonna make you sign this agreement so that you can't talk to anybody else about what we're teaching your children because we know that they don't want them, they don't want their children learning that either, which is so twisted and mind boggling, it's hard to even get your head around. And then the third story is not actually out of Loudoun County. I misspoke, but it's a story, and you can go look all these up, folks. This very simple Google or Bing or whatever search engine you use, it doesn't take much. There's a third story that has been breaking over the past, I don't know, a month or two, that the National School Board Association sent a letter to the president requesting that he use Homeland Security to investigate parents as a threat to school boards because they were upset about critical race theory, bigotry being taught to their children, and I believe, although I'm not sure about the second part, transgender or trans studies 
being pushed on their kids too and these parents are upset about it and the school boards are saying we're being attacked and so they want to call in uh, the FBI and they've got some kind of task force I just read it earlier today folks but I can't remember but as I said you can go look this up it's real simple so all of this is going on folks and and it it goes directly back to the fact that we have taken God and the teachings of Christ out of the school that's exactly what it is it, it is that simple and so what I'd like to do here is go back and read just a little bit of how our education system, some of the thoughts of men that were around when we were beginning as a nation and the education in that nation. And I've read a couple of these before, but muscle memory, got to go back and read them again. Lord knows we need to now because we have so many people out there promoting the blatant lie of separation of church and state in our education system. So this first is going to be a single quote by George Wythe, if I'm pronouncing that right, uh, 1726 to 1806. He was one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, a member of Continental Congress, a member of the House of Burgesses, mayor of Williamsburg, served as the attorney general of the Virginia colony, and established the first law professorship at William and Mary College. And so in 1776, uh, right at the beginning of the Revolutionary War, along with Roger Sherman and John Adams, he was part of a committee responsible to draw up guidelines for an embassy bound for Canada. And these are the instructions that they, these three men came up with for this, these people they were sending. You are further to declare that we hold sacred the rights of conscience and may promise to the whole people solemnly in our name the free and undisturbed exercise of their religion and that all civil rights and the right to hold office were to be extended to persons of any Christian denomination. So, right there goes against this idea that we're supposed to kick Christianity out of our public institutions. If y'all can hear the dogs have joined me, they're deciding that they wanted to wrestle in the background. So, right there, this completely goes against this idea of, of separating Christianity out of our public life and policies and institutions. So this was for an embassy, and they're saying that any person of any Christian denomination can hold office. They didn't say anybody. They specifically said of any Christian denomination. This And this is so important, folks. This talks about our First Amendment, because the First Amendment wasn't there to say that all religions were equally valid in the eyes of the United States government, it was first, you you worship God how you want to, or you worship no God, right? Whatever you want. But as far as the United States is concerned, we're a Christian nation, and if you want to serve, you need to acknowledge the principles of Christ. And so they're sending them to this embassy. And the reason I put this in here with education is because this particular gentleman served as the first law or established the first law professorship in the United States at William and Mary College, so a university. So this guy obviously intended and, and acknowledged the need for Christianity to be involved in our public life and policy and relationships with other countries, right? The principles of Christ. So there's 
One. Another one that I have gone to often are some of our original institutions of education, Yale, Harvard, uh, Princeton, we've talked about a few times. And so from Yale College uh, back 1701, uh, when it was originally founded, but I'm going to mispronounce this first name, folks, and I apologize. Elihu, Elihu, Yale, donated books and goods from his fortune to the college, and the general court, which passed the act authorizing the new college, declared it to be an institution where, and this is part of their declaration, youth may be instructed in the arts and sciences who through the blessing of Almighty God may be fitted for public employment, both in church and civil state. Uh, this is another one from 1701 from the trustees. The, the purpose at Yale to plant and under the divine blessing to propagate in this wilderness the blessed reformed Protestant religion in the purity of its order and worship. And then here's a couple of rules or at least one I'm going to read for a minute, uh, set down for Yale College. Whereunto the liberal and religious education of suitable youth is under the blessing of God and chief and most profitable or probable expedient, we agree to these rules. And they're talking about the rector, which I'm assuming here is uh, the head of the college at this point, shall take Episcopal care as to the moral behavior of the students at all times, so with industry to instruct and ground them well in theoretical divinity and not to allow them to be instructed and grounded in any other systems or synopsis to recite the assemblies, catechisms in Latin with such explanations as may be necessary or most conductive to the establishment and the principles of the Christian Protestant religion. Uh, and there are some more there. But I'm going to move on to another thing, and then I'm going to move on to a different college. The requirements for students included seeing God as the giver of all wisdom, every scholar besides private or secret prayer, where all are bound to ask wisdom, shall be present morning and evening at public prayer in the hall at the accustomed hour. And then the primary goal as outlined by the founders for Yale is every student shall be considered the main, the main end of his study, to know God and Jesus Christ and answerably to lead a godly, sober life. And there's so much more, folks. So, and then, talking about Harvard, uh, founded in 1636, and in its rules and precepts, the university stated, let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well. The main end of his life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life. John 17, 3, and therefore lay Christ at the bottom as the only foundation of all sound knowledge and learning. And then Harvard's original seal, which you can still see today, is truth for uh, Jesus Christ or for Christ and the church. I think there was one more I wanted to try and get. Uh, Princeton, one of its founding statements, cursed is all learning that is contrary to the cross of Christ. Uh, which is kind of goes in line with some of Blackstone's comments that our founders used, Sir William Blackstone used so much in uh, setting up our country. They leaned on him quite a bit 
And, and that kind of goes in line with one thing that he said, that any man-made laws, any government that creates laws that are contrary to God's laws, laws of nature and nature's God, they were of no validity. We had no responsibility to follow those, which is kind of imperative today. So all this kind of wrapped up, folks. <clears throat> Our education system started with God at the very center of it. And it was openly acknowledged that these students were being prepared with the teachings of Christ at their center for both public right political civil service and in their private life and so you fast forward to today in the education system and we've taken God out of public education and I know that these colleges at that point were private but the sentiment we've talked about Benjamin Rush before who was an early proponent of public education public to instruct people and create a knowledgeable citizenry said that Christ needed to be at the center of it and so many others have as well <clears throat> and now we've taken that away and we've replaced it with these evil values folks I just point blank uh, we have become accepting and even promoting of LGBTQ relationships uh, uh, abortion even to some degree is supported right depending on whether you're talking about k-12 through or colleges and universities you talk about critical race theory which is bigotry hypocritical double standards you talk about different standards for different groups of kids you talk i mean the, the list is just it seems endless it's not <laughs> but it seems like it if we're going to get this country back on track, we have got to completely reset public education. And if we can't do that, if, they, if we're already past the point of completely resetting it, then we have to immediately give school choice to all Americans, any taxpayer. Just like we have tax codes for our charitable organizations, every taxpayer should be able to put whatever tax code for whatever k-12 through institute and whatever public or college institute they want their particular education funds going to and that's where it should go you cannot force citizens of a nation to supplement and pay for and support financially institutions public institutions that are directly undermining and destroying the foundation of the country that those citizens live in and that's exactly what we're doing today. We are paying money from the public coffer. We're forcing citizens to put their money as taxpayers into a system that is destroying their country where they live. Because we are going directly against our founding principles in so much of public education. And, and that's not individual teachers always necessarily. That's not individual administrators. And that's not even all school districts but the system as a whole even folks even in conservative states the system as a whole is geared that direction and and it's just it's killing us uh, it's, it's I mean you can make the argument that it really is what is driving the train across the country as far as strength of our families which Reagan said is the strength of our nation you know, these kids are, we're teaching these kids complete foolishness often. 
and we're leading them so far astray and we're not teaching them about the foundation of our country. And so then they grow up and they don't have the information to teach their own kids to begin with. And the education system's not doing it. But we're taking kids away from their parents more and more, right? And it's, it's the quote from Lenin that we have read a couple times on this podcast, and I'm sure I'll come back to it at some point. But the socialists, communists, leftists, they laid this out. A hundred years ago, they laid this out. Exactly what they were going to do, how they were going to do it, why they were going to do it. And they've been doing it, and now they're really doing it. Folks, we can't, just like we can't have a country, just like we cannot have America without a people that follow the teachings of Christ, we cannot have a functional public education system if we don't have the teachings of Christ at the center of it. Same thing. Got to get there. And our founders knew this. Men and women before our founding generation knew it. Men and women after our founding generation have known it. And we see it. We're living it. And we have got to fix this. And you got to start at local level, state level, pushback somehow, school choice, whatever it is. But we have got to fix this. All right. I've taken enough of your time. Thank you all so much for joining me. Thank you for listening. I hope that y'all are getting something out of it. I hope that you're getting, building this base of knowledge that you can go to uh, in whatever discussions and whatever sphere of influence you have in your life. And we will talk to y'all again real soon. God bless y'all. God bless America.